This, this, this is, 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 is. Fight Disciples. Uh, welcome to podcast episode 211. Um, if this is the first time you've ever come across us, you can get us on iTunes. Just search Fight Disciples and all our uh, Android feeds are on our website, fightdisciples.com. Uh, all over social media as well, at Fight Disciples, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. Now, if you're listening to last week's show, uh, you'll know my uh, Scouse mate has decided to go on his holidays. Rightfully so, because he threw up in the studio last week, the dirty pig. Uh, Nicholas Pete's not here. So what I needed to do is obviously get uh, the level of MMA knowledge through the roof in the studio, rather than us two clowns uh, wittering about nonsense on a week-by-week basis. We thought we'd actually raise the IQ levels in the studio and take them to the next level. So I searched around the old contact book, regarding guys that are at every single show, every single week, in the dressing rooms of the fighters, teaching the fighters how to do spinning back kicks on arcade games, that type of vibe. And uh, we've come up with Jim Edwards. He's in the studio with me right now. How are you, buddy? Adam, hell of an intro. Thank you for well, that. Yeah, I, I yeah. feel I've already got off onto you know a good foot, having not thrown up in the studio. You've done uh, well. Nick Pete. You've done, <laughs> you've done well, mate. And also, I needed someone that wouldn't take offence just in case I did drop an F-bomb here, there and everywhere. And obviously, with you being a man that has spent quite a lot of time with Darren Till, I thought it'd be second nature to you, mate. Well, are we allowed to say the C word? I think that's more... Yeah, well, it has been done before, but only Till. I think we would just reserve that for Till. We, oh, just, right, we just allow him to do his own thing. You've just flown in, actually, to do this show. This is, this is, this is how dedicated, Jim... Well, I don't get this with Nick. This is how dedicated you are. You've flown in from Dublin. Sure. To meet me in London yep. in order to do the show. That's well, it. I Look, technically, I do live out just outside of London. <laughs> no, 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 so, no, no. But... Billy, that you flew in specially for the <laughs> show, did. mate. I did fly in especially for the show. Got, yeah. got the early flight back, knew I had to make it for Good this, man. this uh, you know, great, great podcast. So See, uh, thanks for having me on. What were you doing in uh, Dublin last night? You were uh, taking in some, uh, well, not an MMA show, but kind of related yeah, so I'm good friends with a fight analyst, uh, Robin Black. You'll yeah. probably know him from his kind of breakdowns for the UFC, KSW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all over the place. And whenever I'm on the road uh, in America, he's one of the guys that, you know, I hang out with a lot. We talk fights and he teaches me a lot. And I'd like to think that I kind of maybe teach him some stuff about, you know, some of the media kind of side of the game and some of the mentality some of the fighters have coming into fight week. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we get on really well. He had his uh, one of his, I think it was his fifth uh, it's not really a stand-up show, but it's more just him talking about stories that he's been yeah. on the road. And last night he had uh, John Kavanagh as a guest I on saw, there. I saw, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, some juicy stories came out of that. I'll be, I'll be releasing them, I think, over the next few days. So, um, I'm, you know, just have a, have a, you know, watch out for them because there's some interesting stuff about a potential fight with a certain Russian um, that he was talking about last night. No, so, serious? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, this is the stuff, right? This is the mm. stuff that, I mean... Look, Are we going to get it this year, Jim? Come on, what do you reckon? What, in your heart of that, hearts, look... Are we going to get Connor... Khabib at some point this year. I do not know when this podcast is coming out, but that is the exclusive, right? That is the big exclusive. You reckon it's this year? John Kavanagh, yeah. I, I want to quote him properly here, and he said, um, I find it hard to believe it won't happen before the end of the year. Wow. I would place any money on it happening before the end of the year. Yeah. That's the quote. So that, there's my there story that will be coming out. So, that you know, it's... um. And, you know, I say this to kids all the time who come up to me and like, you know, why do you go to all these KSW, Bama, Bellator, Cage Warriors, random Robin Black stand-up events? It's, it's, it's the stuff like that mm-hmm. that you pick up on, on the ground when you're there talking to the people, building the relationships and making sure you see everything. Just, uh, as I say to everyone, be everywhere, see everything. And yeah, yeah. Uh, overall, just respect the game uh, because, you know, may, maybe I spoke to John about that last night. It was a closed audience event. 
you know, maybe he didn't want that story coming out. Spoke to him and, you know, he's happy with it. So, um, you know, I just say that to everyone. Just go to everything you can, take every opportunity, and yeah. there's always a story somewhere. It's all about relationships this game, mate. I mean, we've seen quite a lot in the um, in the press this week. This is kind of going off tangent a little bit, um, away from MMA, with everything that's been going on with the England football team and that yeah. te- and team sheet gate this week, right? I saw your tweets about that this morning. Yeah, but that, that's where I stand at it. At the end of the day, this game is purely all about relationships and there was an opportunity there for that journalist or that photographer to maybe go to Gareth Southgate and say listen I've got this I could use it but I'm not gonna because I don't want to do you in here which would then hopefully strengthen the relationship between the two and if Gareth Southgate goes on to win the World Cup I'm not saying he will but let's say he does who's gonna get the exclusive who's gonna get the the first interview that's the one that you want isn't it that's the, that's the relationship that you want to be building yeah for sure and as uh, I always say to the guys is the juice worth the squeeze right sometimes I um, like this this is where he said I don't get this with Nick Pete come on man I mean, this, is, like, this is sometimes it. you get information in the seats that we're in I mean I know a number of fights coming up at the moment but I know for a fact as well that some maybe some of the venues aren't confirmed or yeah. maybe one side hasn't signed the contract and yeah. stuff like that and or maybe I know for a fact that that certain team doesn't want that news out yet i i often go down the other route like you were just saying there build a relationship with that person like yeah. sometimes getting the team sheet for what england versus panama on sunday who, like who really cares like who at the end of the shit? day yeah. who actually cares we mm. pretty much know what the team's going to be anyway yeah. it's no big news no one's probably getting binned off onto the bench and, mm. and the, the captain isn't changing this isn't a groundbreaking story you're not going to make your name off this yeah tuck it in your pocket go say you know get somehow make keep people... your retweets keep your retweets exactly the um how many times again in this game especially in fight sports because a lot of fighters don't have filters let's say oh my god they yeah. say certain things in interviews i mean you do loads on camera so you will have had certain interviews that you have done and you've maybe at the end of it i'm going if i put that out they're gonna look they're gonna look maybe in this particular light and I know that they're not like that, and I know that they've not really said it like that, but some people might um, constitute it meaning that. And I've no doubt you've been in that situation on several occasions and gone, do you know something? It's just not worth it. I'm going to edit that bit out, or I'm going to just maybe just bin this one and, oh, and, I mean, and come back uh, another time. Great example, perhaps. I was at a Cage Warriors event. I'm not going to name the fighter. No. But, uh, you know, they, they had had quite a few beverages. They weren't fighting that night. They were a guest. And uh, they, you know, partaken in, I guess, the free bar that, they, that was open to them. And they went on the most incredible rant. Um, and of course, I knew, like, straight away, this is never, ever going anywhere. Like, I respect that person too much. Yeah. Like, we've probably been in the same positions ourselves. Like, you never want to do a podcast when you're probably eight pints deep. It's, um, you're oh, Nick does it all me. the time, mate. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. maybe that was last week. That's but it. Maybe, <laughs> not, not every week. But, I mean, you are right. There, there are so many times when you... Are, and often, when, whenever there's not, you know, alcohol involved, or yeah. when I just think, okay, this person might have said something they might regret. I go to them and say, you said this are you still happy you stand by yeah. the words later on 24 hours later and if they're still happy with it then uh, yeah. you, you go you, you, you put it out but you give them that respect exactly man respect the game is what I said earlier it's, that's it uh, be everywhere see everything respect the game it's um there you go three rules Listen, there'll be people tuning into this obviously who are used to hearing me and Nick do a thing and they, and they won't know where to catch your stuff so Give a little bit of a plug for your stuff because, with all due respect, Jim, you work for everybody, right? I, I see don't your work stuff. For everybody, well, I work for. I work for. So at, at this point, in well, I time, see your stuff coming up in the Daily Mirror. I see some of that stuff sure. popping up. 
And then I see you, obviously, with your own YouTube channels and stuff like that. So come on. Sure. So um, uh, right here, right now, I'm working for a uh, Scandinavian outlet who uh, they're called MMA Knit, N-Y-T-T. They were, they're, they're OGs of the game. OGs of the game. They started maybe about 15 years ago, but they were always writing in Swedish. So this is why it's never really touched our, our kind of... Uh, and MMA in Sweden is absolutely monstrous. It's it is big. the sport, isn't it's it? It's big, man. It's like Alex, Alexander Gustafsson's like the god. But, you know, they got to they got to a certain point where, you know, they're very they're very much the biggest outlet in Sweden. So last year, you know, they got a bit of money behind them as well. They came to me and an American journalist called Damien Martin, who used to work for Fox Sports, um, asked us to launch the .com. So for the last year, we've been hammering that. I, f- I feel we've gone, we've, you know, we've done yeah. really well as a pair, really starting to kind of build the brand there as well. But um, aside from that, that's kind of like my go-to every day. That's where you'll find probably 90% of my content. Um, wh- when it comes to fight weeks, I'm out there um, working the beat for the, the Independent um, and the Mirror and sometimes a bit on the Metro as well. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's um, all options open. I've got one more. Got to get paired, man. We've got to exactly. get paired, don't we? Exactly. And I've got one more one more gig that's lined up and um, that's just come in the last few weeks. And unfortunately, I've fallen foul on my first assignment. One fighter... Um, has uh, I was basically asked to write a big feature piece about this UFC champion. I don't know if I want to name them, and they have ghosted me. They have ghosted me. No. I have pulled in every single favor from anyone I know in the game, and that's a lot of people. Yeah. Every single favor, even the UFC. I never go to the UFC and ask for anything. I said, please, can you help me get this person? I want to write a feature for them. They're going to be a big star next week at the MMA Awards in Las Vegas. Yeah. I'm going. These guys, uh, fighters only. That they want to. They want to. They want a big feature on this person. I'm really excited about it. Can you? can you get this for me at uh, this person's gone off the radar you've been paid i have i've been come on man Shish, it's rose number Eunice. there you go there you go rose, rose what Eunice. are you playing up rose, rose come on is off the radar no one can get hold of the ufc can't even get hold of her thug rose isn't it now yes yeah, thug rose now that she's yeah. done, done a job on johanna on a couple of occasions oh, i know she's big a, time big she's big time charlie'd me but you know big it time. is what it is as mm. they say but um yeah i mean so you might be able to find some of my stuff there if, if they give me another chance <laughs> to actually uh, i'm sure they will do mate. something i'm sure they will um now one of the one of the beautiful things about fights in asia is that we get to get up in the morning, have our cocoa pops, and watch people knock seven bells out of each other. We don't have to wait for night time. We don't have to wait till the early hours of the morning when we're using stuff to keep our eyes open and what have you, my friend. Early doors, that's what we want. Oh, we should have more it. fights in Singapore, shouldn't we? Oh, 100%. They should all be in Singapore, I think. <laughs> like, I've, I was so, like, early this week, I tweeted out the, the times it was starting. I think it was like, what, 9.30 and then 1 yes. o'clock main card start. Yes. And I've, so many people, I've never seen such an outburst of just joy from UK <laughs> MMA fans. Like, yes, we, we got the rest of our day. So, I mean, like you say, there's nothing more grim than, I, I do a lot of European shows as well. So I'll work seven till midnight at them. And then you, yeah. know, you roll on with a one o'clock prelim start. Like, so you're working through the night. You're working 12 hours. And it's, it's just it's horrendous if you're, if you're a UK MMA fan or a European MMA fan, for that matter of fact. You've got to have a screw loose to watch it live. You really do. <laughs> if you, you, you do. Because like you've just said, there's UK cards. So you'll go to them. And then you'll get home. And then the UFC's just kicked off. And they, they they don't complete till sometimes five six in the morning. Five six in the morning, and then I'm and then you've there got filing a story. Yeah, but so. then you've got a normal life to lead. You've got to try and enjoy yourself on a Sunday, haven't you? Yeah, there's well. nothing possible to do. But Singapore, like you've just said, more in Asia because we get them over our cocoa pops and we can crack on with the rest of our day then. Um, and I will tell you something, this one was decent, mate. It was decent, and we said this kind of on last week's show, right? We get all these pay per views, and we're, we're all excited about various pay per views. Of course we are, and we go crazy for them because we get the big matchups. 
But then these little sleeper cards, the ones that you just look at and you go, well, I don't really know much too much about him and I don't know too much about her. These cards are the ones that always seem to step up and deliver. It's, it's you, get, you get so many finishes as well. I don't know why. There's something about these cards that starts yeah. super early and like, you know, whenever they're on Fight Pass and there's nothing worse than, you know, I hate to say it, those UFC on Fox cards where everything is allocated a time. So yeah. no matter how fast the fights finish, they're going on at this time and it doesn't matter if they, if it's a, you know, one hit wonder in like 10 seconds or a three three rounds fight 15 minutes. So what what's so great about these about these UFC Fight Pass cards is that we get to watch them mm. as as they as the at the pace they should be happening. If a fight ends in the first round, we get the next one. And that, that's what happened this morning. Like it started off a bit slowly, I guess with the women's fight first up, that went three rounds and then we had a couple of decisions here and there, but it just gathered pace and gathered pace and that's what you want from a fight card mm. right you want to start out a bit slowly wipe the sleep from your eyes as we were this morning and then then you want to see some re- really good finishes and we you know we got that with likes of jake matthews um petty a lot a lot of very up and on prospects St- stop there right because that's where i want to go first petty oh, yan petty yan right that's a ufc debut to die for isn't it oh man is like, it not uh so i i want to i want to be like all you know five million people on the internet like today saying that they they knew Petty Yan before he was cool but yeah, I yeah. did know Petty Yan before he was cool I've been following ACB since uh, very early very early on he was just one of the guys that I think if, and if you were it was a very obvious like prospect standout yeah. he is incredible um, you know unfortunately he got I, for, for my liking anyway he got plucked out of ACB just maybe one fight too early because he had this incredible rivalry going on with a guy called Magomed Magomedov yes. and they had this incredible Incredible kind Can of, I just say well pronounced? Because I wouldn't have attempted it. Magomed, Magomedov. It's not the worst. It's not. It's not. It's not the easiest, but it's not the worst. Woo. But those two went had some. If you ever get the chance, go on YouTube. Just type in ACB Petian Magomed, Magomedov. The, their fights were just insane, and I wa- always wanted to see the third showdown between them. But unfortunately, um, he got plucked out. But this morning, uh, Tarutu Ishihara. You know, he's got a fair few fights in the UFC. I think he's about seven fight veteran. Yeah. Not. We know he's not the best fighter in the world. I mean, anyone. Uh, God bless him that you know gets outpointed by Artem Lobov over 15 minutes. Um, but probably probably isn't um, going to be stiff competition with Petty Yan later down the line. But uh, what a debut! Like everything, you know, people talk about the UFC jitters and nerves. And as I was writing this morning, like nah, <laughs> he was not unbelievable. Not it was chance. unbelievable. I mean, there will be fans obviously that maybe only tune in for the main event, of which we will get to in a minute. But. I, I encourage you to go back if you've got Fight Pass watching on that if you haven't get on YouTube have a w- look at this kid Petter P-E-T-R yep. Jan is it double N? no one N Y-A-N Y-A-N yeah yeah get on that have a little bit of a nosy at his performance at the weekend it was just the knockout is just crazy he's, he's, he's one of those guys that even still like you know if, if you've got fans uh, or friends sorry that are slight you know moderate fans of the UFC you can be that guy down the pub it's like yes. actually this Russian guy Petian, he you know he's, he's really be, really good he's, to, he's gonna be big he's to, gonna be big to be fair mate that's what we were both like and Nick maybe two years ago with Darren Till when we were wow. going get yeah. on get on yeah, this sure. get on this and everybody's going I've never heard of this kid never heard yeah, of this never kid never heard of him yeah there you go right so we <sighs> could we could be talking about another type of sensation like that with Petty Yan in a, in a year from now he could be really making shakes in that division I, I don't even think it's going to take a year Do you I reckon think they'll the fast UFC track him? know I think they know they they're, know they're going to Gaethje him are they he's going to go straight he's in Gaethje. I don't think he's going to I think he's going to get cracked as hard as Gaethje is like not that many times on the chin and I think he's probably going to take um, <laughs> I think he's going to take a bit more beating than uh, poor Justin at the moment but I mean I, I, he's a special talent watch out for him and like great great debut this morning no absolutely listen main event right because on um, on last week's show 
people are obviously if you're not massively into MMA you're going to compare Rocky Edwards with Darren Till because of the opponent of Cowboy right sure. right you're you're obviously going to make that comparison. comparison yeah of course it is a fair comparison yeah um <clears throat> but what people might not know because of the rise of Darren Till and us going crazy on Darren Till you might not know too much about Rocky now over the last year or so even a bit longer He's been putting in some phenomenal performances in the octagon, some sensational performances. But you don't know much about him because he doesn't get on the mic and he doesn't rock the mic. No. And we were saying this on the show last week that all we wanted him to do is put in a, a quality performance in the octagon, win the fight, and then when you win the fight, you get on the microphone and you rock it. He 50% rocked it. He 50%ed it. He's nearly there. He could have gone all in, couldn't he? Come <laughs> he, on, I man. Mean, Get he, all in, Rocky. What's up with you, lad? He could have gone in all in a few times now, though. Like, you know, his last call out back in London in March with Darren Till. He had Darren Till in the front row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all he was like, I want to fight Darren Till. Jump the octagon. Great. Jump okay. it. Get awesome. in there. Get in the octagon like Mike Perry did in that yes. infamous moment in Poland. They went, you Do know, it. that was awesome. Do it. That was awesome. Man. I mean, that fight's dead in the water, but I still oh, want to see it because of that. It. I still want to see it. Mike Perry's, you know, he's going to get knocked out quite, quite soon. I think in about two weeks by um, Yancy Medeiros and I think he might be I, I still don't think he'll get handed his marching papers but anyway going back to Leon Leon um, uh, we're saying before the show he's that guy that set, has now gone from being quiet as a mouse he's upgraded a bit he says he wants some fights he wanted Darren Till now he wants Jorge Masvidal cool but why do you want to fight them? Give us something to hook onto. Give yeah. me something to write about. Give yeah. me something to drop get a C bomb, man. About. Drop it in. Drop a C bomb. Just drop anything. Like perfect example. Perfect example. Um, Nate Diaz when he beat Michael Michael Johnson. Right. Yeah. He was absolutely no, absolutely nowhere, absolutely yeah. nowhere yeah, on yeah, the yeah. scene. And he goes, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor took everything I fucking worked for. And suddenly we're like, what? Where does Where's that this come, come from? from? Yeah, and as soon you know, we only needed what three months before he got the, the before he got the fight. All they needed was one dropout, and Nate Diaz was the guy. So That's it. that that is it. That's seizing the moment. Rocky's kind of like trying to seize the moment, but he's not quite getting there because he's, there's no substance to what he's saying. Mm. Did you see, by the way, on net? Did you see that he, he's uh, the Diaz have, have been oh. enjoying themselves in the crowd again? Like <laughs> he keeps saying, he keeps saying he's not going to fight for you know, he's, I'm not going to fight. I need a couple of million. It's like, mate, you're fighting every other week in the crowd for free. For free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearing it up. He was at an event. Um, it's a jiu-jitsu event. A jiu-jitsu event at the weekend. Something's kicked off in the crowd. And uh, Jan just dished out a few more slaps. And, he? and, and Diaz has got the old Stockton slap out and sorted, <sighs> a, sorted a couple of kids out, hasn't he? Yeah, why for not? free. Why not? For Get free, in yeah. the octagon. He man. needs to fight soon. I don't know if you saw as well this week. He's just had a child as well. Yeah, and um, you know, I hear they're pretty expensive, so he's going to need to get back in there pretty soon. <laughs> I mean, let's you know, uh, another thing that John was saying last night actually was if he had his way, it would be next would be Diaz versus McGregor for, yeah, uh, three. That, that, that's because that that's what lights him up inside. But everyone, he he concedes that you know it's. It's Khabib next. Yeah, absolutely. The um, On Rocky Edwards then, Leon Edwards, right? He's beaten Cowboy. He hasn't done it in the type of fashion that Darren Till did. But a win's a win against the future Hall of Famer. And then he gets on the mic and he shouts out about Masvidal. And as soon as he said it, you think to yourself, yeah, I absolutely 100% I like want to see that fight, man. Let's do that fight. But like you said, you, you hit it right on the head. The substance of what you're saying now, again, the comparisons are always going to be with Darren at this moment in time because they're in the same division. They're both kind of chomping at the same bit. When Darren gets on the mic, love him or hate him, the way that he goes about doing it, you can't help but watch and listen and, and not take your eyes off him. When Rocky is doing it at this moment in time, you watch it, you, you he's real G and you're on the end of the hook, and then he lets you off. 
which is a little bit of a shame because the talent in the octagon, mate, is stupid. He's so talented. He's so good. He He's just so needs good. to gob off like, a bit. He, he absolutely dominated Cowboy today. I don't care what anyone says. He didn't finish him. But at the end of the day, like he just controlled the whole fight. There were moments, moments. You know, we know how good Cerrone is. He can, he's got, he's incredibly, he's got incredible Muay Thai. And yeah. like there, there were flashes of like, okay, like Leon needs to sort sort this out a bit. But you know, it was just absolutely just. It was faster. It was quicker. It, it was just slipping all of his shots, countering beautifully to body and and to the head. And it was just like opened him up in the second round. Mm. It was, it was a great performance. But like you say, you, you just need that je ne sais quoi, as they say. Yeah, yeah. You, need, you need to have it with the mouth as well these days. And um, still got a little bit to learn there. I'm not I'm not throwing on the scrap heap yet. I think we, no, can, not get at all. we because, can get there. Because, Six listen, wins in a row. Yeah, of course. And he's just beaten Cerrone, right? So let's have it. He said Masvidal. All right, it didn't really sell it to me, but he said it. Let's do it. Because, again, this is another thing that I was talking to Nick about last week. It was a case of who you're going to call out because that's the strategy now. You've got to pick the right one. It's not a case of picking someone that is also in the top 10. Let's go and pick someone who's chomp, going after the same stuff that you're going after. Obviously, the obvious one would have been Darren, people like Ponzinibbio, these types of characters, right? He's gone for Masvidal. Masvidal's the nasty. He is nasty, man. That is a great, great fight. He's nasty, but like, why, why, why is Darren Till off the menu now? All of a sudden, from London, you're talking. It, like he, he yeah. was incredibly beside himself with Darren Till in in March, but now Darren Till's off the menu. It was like, okay, again, it just adds a, a little bit of confusion to it all. Um, yeah, keep, keep the same narrative is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm just being uh, be consistent, like because now I'm like, okay, does he really care about fighting Masvidal? He seems to change his mind every three months. So mm. it's um, look, I look. At the start of the fight today, I don't know if you saw. I was the, I was on the promo. I was on the promo asking Leon in New York why he wants to fight Donald. Like, yeah. well, you know, what, you know, got this fight now. Why do you want to fight him? What are you going to prove? And it was a, it was you know, for the promo, it wasn't a very good answer. It was just like, well, you know, I've been asking for this fight for a long time, and it, was, it was, didn't really light any fire. Didn't really light any fires with anyone. But um, mm. yeah, it's just it's just that one missing piece of the jigsaw puzzle. I think with Leon at the moment, and uh, I don't know if he's going to get to that yeah. that that level unless he can put it together. Well, I think a lot of fighters need to wake up to that. To be fair. There's a lot of fighters that are ridiculously talented in all different weight categories. But to make journalists like myself and you, or fans in particular, mainly the fans, because they're the people that are paying the hard-earned cash, traveling around the world with these people, right? You've got to make them fall in love with you. Mm. And then you've got to make them want to come and watch your fight. And you do that by the sound clips. I mean, look at Connor. Connor oh. has, Connor's absolutely got it to a T. Darren's obviously got it to a T. There are certain fighters that have got it that make you want to go... I know that... I think he's a dickhead, but Colby Covington's got it, right? He's got something. He, well, he has, yeah. Obviously. He has, I think he's an absolute um... weapon, but I want to watch him. I want to watch him mainly for the reasons that I want someone to hand his ass to him. That's what I want to see, but it doesn't matter. I'm paying my money to go and watch him. That's what I'm doing. So it's irrelevant what angle you take, whether you're the heel, whether you're the good guy, whether you whatever it is, you've got to do something in order to make me fall in love with you to, to take you to the next level. Look at uh, Demetrius Johnson, for example. Yeah. He's the Best prime example. example. Yeah. Best example, because he's an unbelievable martial artist. Tremendous, right? And he could be the greatest of all time. He could be. Maybe. But does anybody give a shit? Nobody really gives a shit because he's, you know, he doesn't do anything. He just no. goes in, he fights tin cans, he doesn't move up in weight, he, he, he doesn't talk the talk, he just goes about his business, he puts in sick performances, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's brilliant. But are we asked? I don't think anybody's really that Not bothered, really. any? Not no. really. I mean, the pay look, the pay-per-view numbers... 
speak for themselves, yeah. don't they? And, yeah. Um, I mean, like like you were saying, I hate those terms because I hate relating uh, MMA to pro wrestling, even though there's a big history of it. Well, yada, yada, yada. I just don't like it. I, um, but you were quite correct in saying that make me feel something. Yeah. Like whether I'm going to hate you or I'm going to like you, the worst place you can be in the middle is an unpassive. And I just don't care. And unfortunately, um, I think that's a, lot, that's a big problem with the UFC at the moment. They don't have many people that make people like... Care. Care. Yeah. Yeah. And like I say this to everyone and maybe we're inc- incredibly biased because we're English, but Darren, Darren is one of the biggest stars in the UFC right now because he makes people feel something. Yeah. And he's the he's the biggest draw in the welterweight division. I don't care. Like anyone can argue against me with what they want, but he legitimately is. You put a Darren Till fight on now, you're gonna tell me more people um are gonna buy like a I don't know, a Colby Cominson fight or a Tyron Woodley fight. I don't believe yeah. they are. Well, I'd agree with that. Up until this last maybe 10 days because Tyron's come out of his shell a bit. Yeah, that is true. He started yeah. giving Colby a oh, bit, honey, and I'm thinking I love to myself, yeah. I really want to see this fight Yeah, now. man. I'm thinking to myself, Ty, this is the guy that went to become champion. Yep. Not the guy that's been champion, but the guy that was on the march to become champion. That's Tyron Woodley right I, there, I man. Do, I do take that back, actually. That one fight, Tyron and Colby now, has yeah. got heat on it. And it's Absolutely. like, thank God. Thank God Tyron's come out of his, like, he's really come out of his shell now. I really, really, I think that's one of the biggest fights. Actually, the UFC can put on now yeah uh, i think it's gonna head to msg in november i think that's like a i think you know that's pretty much a contract signed already i can't wait man that would be tremendous the other the other fights with needle for example um cody and tj's got needle in it right but are they doing it i mean tj's a lovely guy i mean cody's a nice guy did you see their embrace after the press conference in april very odd very, very odd. So they went back and forth at each other on stage a bit, back to back to what it was like in November when they were at each other's throats. Yeah. Then afterwards, they went up for a big hug. And it was like, it got caught on the cameras and everyone was, you know, hmm, what? You want your needle to be genu- genuine. Yeah. You want, so you want it to be like, real, what's yeah. going on here? It's but even, even those, with those two characters, don't get me wrong, I'm, I love them as martial artists. Mm. And I thought Cody could have been the guy. Do you know what I mean? The yep. guy that, uh, that superstar that we're looking for. Obviously, Ronda's cleared off. Connor's doing whatever he's doing. John Jones is knocking <laughs> oh, over John pregnant dudes doing, doing whatever he's, what he's doing. So you needed that person to come through. And I thought Cody might be that person. Mm. But then when they did um, Tough, I fell out of love with him because he's just... He's a bully. He's just thick. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. thick and he's a bully. Yeah, he like, reminds you of that kid in school yeah. who's just a bit hard and but t- like, and, didn't and, have much substance And TJ's stock rose throughout yeah. that fight but I don't think he's capitalised off the back of it. Do you know what I mean? I think the problem with those two is they both had kids, right? Like, very first-time fathers, and they've had, like, you know, I would imagine they've just gone totally off the radar. It's probably a pretty overwhelming experience, and um, that was a ferocious rivalry they had, because it was just a bit... I think it was all... There was probably loads of stuff going on that we didn't even understand. It was so personal. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think, like, you know, speaking to members of both those teams, I think there were definitely things that we... They were going on in the background we weren't even aware of. So um, to see those two paired up again so quickly, I wasn't a big fan of, to be honest with you. I would rather have um, let the division, like, let's bring Dominic Cruz back in, mix it up a bit. But, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's one of the better rivalries we've got going on at the moment. But, I mean... There's only one to talk about, really, isn't it? It's Mm. it's Connor versus Khabib. Yeah, exactly that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Like, oh, I don't even know what to say about this fight. I don't. I just like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just don't want to curse it in in terms of injuries or Connor getting ridiculously sent well, down. He's talking the talk, Connor, isn't he? I mean, he was saying, listen, they, we maybe should have done this in May. I should have been back in May. It didn't necessarily happen for whatever reason. It's there. It's there for him. I mean, 
there's a lot of rubles in uh, Russia, um, and I've no doubt that there's an opportunity to maybe do this more than once. I know they're going to Russia for a fight night, so September fifteenth. I don't think it's not enough. Not, Absolutely not. Not a big one. But if that is successful, yeah. If that's a successful night, you do Conor Khabib at MSG or in Vegas or whatever, and it's it's a crazy crazy fight. Let's say Khabib beats him. And there's a real possibility. I think there's a real possibility. Right? Beats him. So let's let's say Khabib beats him. Yeah. You're telling me that they don't want to do the rematch? Let's do the rematch in it's Russia. Like, it's like literally like Rocky in real life, isn't it? Mm. This really is. Yeah. And like, I just, oh, I just, I just can't wait. So, Kavanaugh, uh, saying it's going to happen before the end of the year. Yeah. So, like in this in this piece, been writing this morning. There's three possible dates this can happen, right? So, up in September, September sixth, there is a UFC 228. It's in limbo at the moment because there's actually no venue for it. Um, they're saying it might get a Vegas. That's the noises yep. at the moment. Bit early, bit early for my liking. I don't think I don't think UFC will bin it off that quickly. So that means October eighth, UFC two twenty nine. I want to say yeah, or December 29th, UFC two thirty three. Is that the one? It's that it? one. It's that one. It's December twenty ninth. <laughs> I would bet. I, I I don't have a big. Merry Christmas, yeah. everybody. Merry Christmas. See your family. I don't care. I'm off to Vegas. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Oh my god! Can you imagine? Can you imagine December twenty ninth could be versus Connor? I just, I just, my mind kind of implodes a bit. Well, it is. If you, I know you just made the Rocky comparison there, but if you remember, Rocky and Drago fought on Christmas Day. Yep. But that was obviously in Russia. But this could be the one, could it? Oh my god! Nice this... little Christmas New Year party out there. Oh, I've done it three years in a row now. I have to admit, <laughs> I've done the three years done, New Year's in Vegas. It's um, yeah, it's um the biggest the biggest rivalry the biggest fight in UFC history um yeah bring it on please please like if I could have one fight for the end of the like for the rest of the year it's that one I'd agree with that I'd agree with it listen we digressed off Singapore here mate we've, we just, we've, only, we've only mentioned two fights haven't we and then we've gone yeah. straight on to Conor and Khabib we got a little bit too excited which I'm, I'm sure people listening to this fans of mixed martial arts are thinking the exact same thing but regarding Singapore I know that Rocky's done his thing we're all delighted that he got the win and hopefully we will get that fight with Masvidal um, we, we mentioned Petr Yam which was probably my standout of oh, man. Singapore a... anything else catch your eye? oh uh, like this is where the white belt in all disciplines comes out and critiques someone fighting in the co-main event what was Tyson Pedro doing? Mm. Oh my God! So you know, big opportunity for him, man. Huge opportunity, co-main event. Like, and he's he's incredibly talented, Tyson. Just the fight IQ was lacking today, big time. Hits hits OSP like a real you know veteran of the UFC now. Um, big name in the light heavyweight division would have been a big scout for him. Levels in with a right head kick, follows up with a straight right, drops him, and you're like, wait a minute, you're destroying him. In the striking exchanges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then what does he do? Grabs for a guillotine. It's like, come on, bro. This is one of the best submission artists um, in the UFC, well, I guess. Well, he's the Von Flew Choke Specialist, He's the Von Flew Choke Specialist. And what does he do? He goes for a guillotine. OSP gets out of it. And then yeah. he just, you know, reverse Rag body him, take down, rotate down. And then arm bars finish. And it's just, he had the fight in his hands. And it's like... Um, again, I'm not a fight analyst. I'm not. A, I'm not a fighter. Never been inside the cage, so I find it. Incre- I'm a reporter, right? I report on what happens. Yeah. But even then, I find so, it incredibly hard um, not to have a few questions. And I'm sure he's sitting there tonight thinking, "Why did I do that?" Yeah, no, absolutely. And and the beautiful thing about it is that he didn't get his hand out, uh, his ass handed to him. He was, as you said, mm-hmm. winning that fight. He made a mistake. Yep. There's no. 
losses in this game. This is all about learns. Sure. He's an incredible talent, and he will come again. And that's the beautiful thing about mixed martial arts compared to boxing, because we do another a boxing show as well. There seems to be a uh, a real onus on keeping your awe in boxing, which frustrates me a little bit because it, I'm used to watching a lot of mixed martial arts as well. And yeah. There's that saying, isn't there? If, you, if you've got to know in mixed martial arts, you're not fighting the right guys, unless you're Khabib, I suppose, but yeah. you're not fighting the right well, guys. Well, yeah, well. You know, so um, I'm pretty confident that Tyson Pedro will be back. There's no question about that because he was he was brilliant for a period of time in that fight and he should, he should really have won it. But like you say, you don't play at that level, at the highest level, you no. don't play to somebody else's strength. You don't do that. One thing I will say about Tyson is he's young, he's talented, he's charismatic, which is something obviously we we're talking about well, yeah, with Leon earlier. Course, yeah. He's got a few other pieces of the jigsaw puzzle. He's got he's got a lot of talent as well um, inside the cage. Um, great striking, showed it tonight. Mm. Just didn't get his didn't, just didn't get his hand raised. He's in a good camp. He'll learn from this, and I think he will come back stronger. Um, you know, hats off to OS, OSP though. Right, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He got dropped hard. Uh, he's he got Jimmy Manuel dropped, didn't he? Oh my god, <laughs> damn! But when Jimmy again, dropped him in Manchester, that was probably the the oh. cage side. That's probably the biggest like hard knockout, not hard drop that I've seen. Actual cage side, it was yeah. a proper white. He's taken some serious digs in his in his time in the UFC as OSP, hasn't he? Oh my god, yeah. No, I mean that like like you say, that was an incredible knockout. But he's bounced back so well since then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, you know that uh, head kick knockout of Corey Anderson last year in November. I mean, hats off to him, man. Everyone just said he was a footballer with a bit of athleticism. Um, you know, he's he's a very talented fighter. I mean, people were afterwards were calling for a rematch with Jimmy. Um, I bet you Jimmy's calling for that as well, mate. I, I bet you'd fancy well, that. Jimmy just it? needs a fight. Jimmy yeah. can't get a fight for love nor money at the mm. moment. So um, yeah, I mean, you know, it was a good fight. It was a good fight, Tyson. Obviously, I think he'll bounce back from it. But hard, hard not for him to have his head in his hands this evening. No, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Now, um, obviously, this podcast, if you've only just uh, started listening to it, is um, dedicated to UFC. However, we do like to flit every now and again with different uh, mixed martial arts franchises, especially when a couple of former UFC guys team up um, fighting on a different bill. Bellator, yes. I know I've slagged you on many, many occasions on this podcast. I know I've gone to town on you, but fair play, right? Fair play. Gegard Masasi. Rory McDonald, let's do this. This is sad. This is like going back to that old girlfriend you just found on a WhatsApp on a Friday night at Isn't one AM. I'm Isn't sorry, it? take me back. In it, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. It is a bit, but what? Yeah, I mean, and calm she's now dating on. someone else. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, she's had some work because this Roy <laughs> McDonald versus Gegan Masasi. Oh my God! This what is what a fight. This is what other franchises are supposed to do. Yep. They're supposed to run the UFC close. They're not supposed to be just a veterans tour. That's not what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to have the best of the best. You know what I mean? And Gegard kind of well, Gegard wasn't getting the opportunity that he should have been getting, in my opinion, in the UFC. Rory was well. Everybody knows who Rory is. And to bring them both together in your franchise, this could be the moment for Bellator. It could be. They've got to capitalise on it. They've got to go to town on oh, this. Oh man, they've got to put some. They've got to put some other great fights on this card. But they've got the ability to do so. I mean, let's look at this at a face face to face value, right? We had Robert Whittaker versus Yoel Romero yeah. two the other week. Great, oh, one of the best fights of the year so far. Incredible. But you know, when you put it on paper. Robert Whittaker, your UFC champion, versus Yoel Romero, and then you have Rory McDonald versus Gegard Masasi. Which one are you going to watch? Yeah, yeah, says a lot, doesn't it? That should have happened really in the UFC, to be fair. Oh but God. go on, anyway, it it, it, it's happening in Bellator. It's happening in Bellator, and it's it is um, 
you struggle to think of a better fight that Bellator have put on. And maybe we're just living in the moment and we're very, very excited about it. But I think it's like September 29th. We've got to wait for this now. And mm. yeah, it's it's one of the best fights they can put on. I'm, and I'm just glad that someone has finally just put on the right fights at the right time with the right people. Mm. You know, we've got a... We've got a super fight. This is oh, yeah. a, this is, um, we, we always talk about super fights, but this is legitimately a welterweight champion taking on a middleweight champion. This is a super fight. And as I walked into the studio uh, this morning to meet Jim, he said, have you seen uh, the Leo Tomashida news? And I went, <laughs> no, why? what's he done now? Right. And then you drop this on me. You drop me that there's an opportunity maybe for him to get in this mix as well in Bellator. Why not? Why not? Bellator getting all the praise today, aren't they? Lyoto Machida signs for, uh, revealed by Ariel Halani of ESPN last night, signed a multi-fight contract with Bellator MMA. Who saw that coming? No. I didn't even know he was at the end of his contract. No, same. Um, pretty obvious route, route in for him into the company. Though. His brother, Chinzo, his older brother, fights for the organisation. Yeah. Um, already fought James Gallagher famously last year and lost at um, uh, Bellator MSG, their first fight in uh, fight card in MSG. Um, so there's kind of that route in. So you can kind of see when mm. you look at that. Okay, so this is how it happened. Um, but yeah, great signing for them. I mean, who, who I, you know, Machida last time we saw him was front kicking uh, Vitor Belfort into retirement. Mm. So um, who doesn't want who doesn't want to see the dragon fight again? We all do. So again, it's just another good signing. Uh, of course, at the latter end of his of his career but it's another solid time yeah of course and uh, again i've said this on many occasions i don't mind the guys at the latter end of the career getting uh getting the paydays getting the getting the big fights on these cards as long as they stack the undercard with the next generation of talent yeah and if they do that because like you like you say if you're a mixed martial arts fan you'll know leo to machida's name you'll go oh i'll pay for that brilliant i'll tune in i'll look at the undercard and if the undercard's stacked who the bloody hell's this guy who's that guy who's that? right i'll make a note of that guy's name and i'll mm. watch him next time that he comes up that's how you make superstars uh and hopefully like you've just said everybody knows masasi everybody knows mcdonald i just hope that undercard is absolutely stacked with some serious talent and they've got them they've got them that featherweight division is stacked you think of think people like james gallagher of sbg island he's brilliant, uh, isn't he? and uh, he's the, talking about uh, charismatic um, oh, guys with a bit of personality yeah okay people might watch it and go he's just trying to do Connor to, everyone care, says man. that Who I don't cares? care it doesn't matter so, so this is my argument right you're a kid right you're 15 years old and you've just seen your hero who had nothing he mm. was broke as anyone go from being broke to the biggest one of the biggest sports stars in the world yeah you're not going to copy a bit of that no I'll have a bit of that yeah I'd have a bit no, of that I do it well. in my living room yeah exactly. I do the billionaire walk to I the kitchen all the time we all do it um, but at the end of the day like we're saying that, that featherweight division in in Bellator is one of the most talent rich in in the world right now. Uh, as I was saying, Gallagher, AJ McKee, who's just incredible. You yeah. know, I've seen him training, utterly unbelievable. Adam Borix, another guy from Bulgaria, just just very very solid. Aaron Pico, there's the best well. one. There's there the best one. I'm ticking that one. There's the best one. Is that, is that the horse you're taking? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah you, you have your Pico. Um, I know Gallagher's moving down to 135. Though, okay, so he's um. He's he's running. He's not running. He's a small guy. He's a small guy. He's a yeah, young he guy. He can easily make one thirty-five. But um, massive fights there in the future. Pico versus uh, Adam Borix is the one I want next. Like, but again, like you were saying there, you got someone like Machida. You got Rory McDonald versus Gedim Masasi. Let's put these young kids on the mm. card and build their names because they can put on some incredible fights. No, absolutely. The the big thing for me regarding Bellator and of which I've been hypercritical of, is one, what we've just been speaking about regarding the, the matchups and what have you, but the TV deal. 
You've got to have a TV deal here in the UK, haven't you? That's what you've got to do. If you're going to sell it and you're going to... I mean, fair play to them because they keep bringing shows here and they keep selling out and people keep going to go and watch them. That's great. But in order to build that momentum, put it on telly. Get it. You own Channel 5 for crying out loud. Put it on Channel 5 or put it on one of the subsidiaries of Channel 5 via command. Put it on so we can see it in real time rather than on tape delay by a week. It's madness. It's madness. And you can imagine... These what, are businessmen, Jim. You can imagine These what, are multi-million, billionaire guys. What are you doing? Uh, let me circle back to the office and get back to you on that one. Come is what on. Scott Coker would say. Come oh, on, come Scott. on. It's um. You, can you imagine my Twitter feed on like people mentioning, like just tweeting me, where can I watch Bellator? Where yeah, can yeah. I watch? I don't fucking know. Yeah, exactly. I don't, no one knows. Here's a no dodgy Polish feed that yeah. I've just found here. Yeah, watch dodgy, it here. I don't know. I don't know where you can watch Bellator and it infuriates me because their product is getting better and soon it's going to be a real problem because we do want to watch these fights. I do want to watch Rory McDonald versus Gagan Sassy live and if I can't, it's a it's a joke to yeah, be it frank. Is. And um, they don't deserve my coverage if that... And no, I, you're I know, right. And I know a lot of journalists that feel the same here in the UK. Like, if you're not going to put this on live for us, I ain't going to cover you because you don't deserve it. Like, mm. you, you, want, you want people to watch your product and consume it. Mm-hmm. Give them the product. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's madness. No, absolutely. Especially when the likes of ACB now are doing a lot more shows here in the UK. Yep. Especially when Cage Warriors are doing it right. They've got a fantastic TV deal. We're getting sh- their shows, and obviously they're putting on good shows, good matchups as well, which we'll get to in a minute. There's a lot of choice now. It's not... I know that, obviously, UFC is the Champions League. That's where we're going, right? Sure. Of course it is. But we're not going to get big UFC shows here in the UK week by week, month by month. We right. get, we're get we lucky if we get a couple of years, right? So, therefore, we've got to get our fix. Our thirst has got to be quenched somewhere else. Bellator, there's a door wide open, man. Walk in. If you're if you're living in London at the moment, you you are spoiled for riches at the moment. You got KSW coming over. You got ACB. Yeah. You got Bama next week. Yeah. It's, um. You got you got Cage Warriors as well next month. It's um. There's like you say, there's no end of choice. If, and you know the easiest product is the one everyone's going to watch because mm. they're you know they're pretty they're coming pretty close together now. There's a there's a lot of good fights happening. Mm. Um. Sadly, we've nothing to preview for next week because they, they, this is bugging me. Right. This summer solstice. Where they have a we got week. The World Cup, coach, yeah, we got the wheel. Fair enough, we got the World Cup, but we got in fight sports and uh, and mixed martial arts. We kind of, uh, especially in the UFC, we have a little bit of a, a lull before we come back on the seventh of July. So we'll get to that on next week's show, all right? Uh, so what I wanted to do, I just wanted to pick up on something that you stuck on your own uh, social yeah. media this week regarding the uh, the UK. Who's the face of UK yeah. MMA right now? Who is things just retired? Right. Okay. So come on, you've put the poll out there. Uh, you've got your own opinion. I want to know what your your followers have said. And then I'll chuck my two peas in there to see uh, see where I'm at, mate. I mean, a lot of people obviously saying Darren, right? Darren Till just headline hard not to, hard, hard not, not to, to. Yeah. very hard not to. But uh, the thing that surprised me, right, was there was a there was no mention of like we had like I think by the time it ended, by the time it died down, it was about sixty plus mentions. Um, none of them said no, not even a mention of people like Jimmy Manawa, who's been in the game for yeah ages. He was one of the top, you know, top ten light heavyweight for like the last yeah five or ten years, whatever. Um, on the cusp of a title shot until cusp. he got sparked oh by Volkan, yeah? Like, several times, though. I mean, like, he's mm. been on the cusp of a title shot yeah, several yeah, yeah. times. And um, but no mention of him, which is fine, I think, given, you know, we all, we all remember your last result, don't they? Of course. Um, not, you know, people saying, oh, if so Leon... did that So did Darren win it comfortably? Comfortably. Right, okay. Comfortably right now. And I, I think they're right. I think they are right. I think I don't think you can say right now. But I think, you know, th- there's some guys coming up. And I, I a lot of people mentioning, and to my delight, Nathaniel Wood, oh. the prospect. 
the prospect. Even I think Till was on Twitter. Uh, Twitter. He doesn't get on Twitter much, but even he was on uh, Twitter the other day saying the prospect's sick, man. I yeah. love him. Big fan. Yeah. That's um. You know that, that, that's cool to see. I've never seen a crap Nathaniel Wood fight. Oh my god, no. Never, never seen. Never. never seen a crap one. It's, yeah, they've, they've all been absolutely tremendous. And obviously he's only just started with the UFC, but this is a kid that absolutely smashed the Cage Warriors to, to pieces. He's just made his debut. What a sick debut. The, the world is his own. He will be the next star. He might not be the face right now. Mm. Darren might be that guy that's obviously ahead of him. But he will be a superstar, that guy. I think he's going to be a superstar. Anybody anybody be... that's knocking about with Brad Pickett, mate, he's going to be a superstar. Because you, you, you can't yep. be in a crap fight, can you? The thing is, right, that Brad knows all the little tricks of the trade as well. So Nathaniel gets a kind of a head start on other people, I guess, starting the UFC. Yeah. Like Brad, you know, can guide him around the circuit. He knows the right people. He knows what you need to do during fight week. And... Just the small stuff like that, I think, make a lot of difference. And Nathaniel's debut the, the other day against Johnny Eduardo in, um, oh, God, what was that remote place in New York they went to, the poor guy? I can't even pronounce it. I was uh, Something like that, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, no, the poor guy. I actually looked out trying to get out there for it, and I realised it was a three-hour car journey from yeah. JFK. <laughs> never never <laughs> sorry. mind <laughs> sorry, sorry Nathaniel <laughs> bit busy that weekend with the family um, so no it was um, your great debut um, and it was just great to see so many people mentioning him but another guy Michael Venom Page who I know yes I've got strong opinions you've got on strong this. opinions so I'll let, I'll let you go first say, say your piece about well, Michael because I've got a very strong opinion about him as well okay right so my, my problem with Michael is <laughs> he could be the best yep right he could be the most talented but I can't make any justification for that until he fights someone that's going to whack him back, right, in mm. mixed martial arts. And as well as that, stop messing about with boxing. Stop going over to boxing and, and having this thing where oh, I'm having a bit of a play here and fighting tin cans in the world of boxing because the guys that he's fighting are rubbish. And then he's coming back to mixed martial arts and you're thinking, right, here's a step up. Is it Paul Daly? Is it Douglas Lima? Who's it going to be? And then it's another geezer that we've never really seen. And don't get me wrong. Mm. We talked about characters before. Yep. He's got it all, mate. He's got the X Factor, right? He's selling it to me. He's making me arsed. I'm in. I'm in, Michael. I'm in. But now I want to see you in a proper scrap. Sure. That's what I want to see. And that's where my problem is. He's not fighting anybody of real note. Did you? Were you at his last fight in the SSE? No, I watched it on the telly. Oh, you know, I've seen countless countless fights yeah these days and um i've never seen someone hold a crowd like that it was like it was like he's got I it likened it to a, a conductor with an orchestra he's got it mate he's got it unbelievable unbelievable and like yeah dave rickles hard very very tough guy who quit during the fight which doesn't make much sense but very tough guy very durable um but like you say he's not top tier he's not top tier and i i actually understand that criticism you have of michael but i also um see some of the stuff like we were talking about earlier some of the stuff i don't report that i do see and the amount of times that michael venom page has been given a contract with the name paul daly on it um you know it's a lot of times put it that way and every single time he's been willing to sign it and uh the the other side of the equation hasn't come through so it's um people right, okay. people have that huge criticism of michael not one of the top fights and he's been chasing daily he's wanted that fight for years and bellator have wanted that fight paul daly who, on the other hand, I can understand, doesn't want to fight Michael Venom Page. Mm. No, you know, as soon as he loses to Michael Venom Page, he's... That's it. It's irrelevant. It's over. It's done. It's done. Mm. So, um, quite correctly, in my opinion, Paul Daddy's been avoiding that fight. But now it's... um, Can't run any longer, sir. Mm. It's, uh, this is going to happen now. All right, then. I'll cut him some slack. Thanks for... You're giving me a little bit of information that I didn't necessarily know there. So, I'll, I'll cut him a touch of slack. Because, like you just said, 
He's got the showman. He, he makes me oh. arse. I'm bothered, right? But I need to see him in with someone that's going to give him a whack back. I need to see him in a bit of trouble. That's what sure. I need to see. Um, one name that I would throw in there, by the way, and he's not there yet, but there's a potential of him being there, is Paddy. Paddy for me, mate. Yeah. He has got the potential to be the superstar, the UK superstar of uh, mixed martial arts. At some point, I would imagine, because of the following that he generates in Liverpool. It's insane. I, I would imagine that the UFC are going to take note of that and go, we'll have a piece of that pie. But I, I don't think, think he's in any, any rush. He's only a young boy. He's only in his early 20s at this moment. And he's got bags of time. And he's got business to take care of in September anyway. Oh, he has. Jesus. Soren back is yeah. no mark, man. No, That's not at a all. fight. That is a fight. So the, the one criticism people have of Cage Warriors is that you know um they pair their guys as as people say favorably their yeah. guys favorably no they don't no. not all the time no, not all no, the time no. i've seen i've seen the likes of uh, paddy Pillman in good scraps before nab nab money yeah and now now this was a uh, soren back this guy's a killer this guy's a killer he's going to give paddy probably the fight of his life and what a fight what a fight for september mm. if you're not going to that cage warriors card i think it's 93 i want to say maybe yeah. i've got that wrong i think it's 96 actually echo arena september yeah. make sure you get a ticket it's going to be amazing it's going to be amazing it was great to see i love the play they played at ufc liverpool where they had the pictures or they had the posters of paddy all around the stadium as well absolutely loved that great marketing by cage warriors um mm. he's a star in the area right he really truly is and um like you say i think he's uh he's going to get a piece of that puzzle um, mm. soon enough in the UFC and uh, yeah he, he could he could be a future star just one more though one more and like just quickly on Paddy before you give me the next name just on Paddy what I do like about obviously the defeat to Nad right everybody thought all oh, the wheels have fallen off but then the next fight back rather than attempting to be something that he's not he went back to basics he went back to his ground game and that is where his strength is at if he, if he keeps that, and obviously you need to be more rounded as you grow and, and get bigger and better. Of course you do. You need to improve your striking and all that type of stuff, but you're not an exclusive striker. For example, I call it Ronda Rousey syndrome, right? Yep. You are brilliant at this thing. Keep doing this thing. And if you need to do X, Y, and Z, okay, but try and keep doing the thing that you're amazing at. Don't and Paddy's, Exactly. <laughs> Paddy is tremendous on the deck. That's where he needs to be. Sure. Right? So that's where I'm at with Paddy. And I, and I was delighted that he's obviously realised that and gone back to it in his previous fight. That's why I'm so excited now for September because he could do that again. He could well do. Mm. And like, if he wins that fight, I think that's it. I think I think he's in. I think he's in then. I think mm. he's in the UFC. Mm. And I don't... Even if he loses, I think there's still there's still ways. There's still ways for Paddy oh. Pimmer. He's just such... Yeah. Um, he has 100% the piece of the puzzle that Leon Edwards doesn't. And that's... Uh, He's got he's got a huge following. Yeah. He's got a load of buckets full of charisma, and he's just fun to watch. Yeah, he is. Um, Absolutely. I just wanted to mention one last. Come on, thing. Then, let's but do it, man. Before we close this off, and I think I mean let's round this off by saying Darren won it at the moment. He okay. he is the horse at the front of the of of, of Ascot today, shall we say? He, yeah. He's the one taking home the prize right here, right now. But um, I, I I'm going to write down a name that I think you might say. Right. Okay. I'm just going to give you two seconds to do it. Right. Go on. I'm ready for you. Go. I can already see it's not who it is. Is it? Oh, is it not? It's not. And I'm only, I'm only just saying this. He's not going to be the face of UK MMA, but he's going to make a comeback. And it is Dan Hardy. Have you seen him recently? Have you seen him recently? Yeah, he's ready, man. He's, he's ready. ready. Have he's you seen him? He is literally, he's like, ready. he's, he's looking skinnier than I am at the moment. He's, he's going to 155. Yeah, yeah. November, I reckon. I uh, even said it today. It's one of those little underground things you've got to watch on Twitter. I said, hey, Dan, looking very... I spoke to him last week in Antwerp. And I was like, oh, Dan, you're looking very trim there. Look, you look like you're getting ready for a fight. And all I got back today was a winky emoji. He's he's going, man. He's going. He's, he's going. 155 he as well. That's outrageous, isn't it? It's not, mate. I saw him last week. No, 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 week. no. no, no. I mean, that's outrageously good. Yeah. That's what I mean. I'm... I'm, I'm 
because he lives the life, still lives the life. He's he he does take care of himself. We know him. We know him very well. Obviously, he's yeah. on that. He's on that scene. For I, oh, you know, it's going to be a belter. Whatever it is, yeah. whoever it is, wherever it is, it's going to be a screamer. I, I have always very very mixed emotions when I hear about these veterans coming back to fight. Um, you know, Brad last week, I, yeah. I, I was quite open about saying like, I don't need to see him fight again. Like I've seen Brad, I've seen his send off. Um. He's probably got reasons for coming back that I don't understand, but I, I, you know, from a personal perspective, just yeah. my opinion, I don't. It never I don't, leaves him, man. I don't, I don't, it I never don't, leaves him. I don't want to see it. But when I look at Dan Hardy, I'm like, okay, there's a guy that got forced out of the game um, for something that uh, I guess for a medical concern that yeah. he's since proven is fine. He looks in incredible shape. He's happy. He's 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 got so much going on outside of the game, yet he's still got that thirst. And, um, when you talk to him about it, like he can convince you, like this is what he just wants. One, he just wants that one moment in Madison yeah, Square Garden. One seventy pounds. I mean, sorry, one fifty-five. Who, who could he fight? I mean, the mind boggles when you think about it. Who could what Dan division? Hardy at lightweight? What but, a div- and, no, stop and, it, man! You've got me. You've got me thinking all now. I'm saying, all I'm saying is, we're talking about the face of UK MMA, and I reckon for maybe what if Darren isn't fighting on that card, I think for a few weeks you could just see the whole of the UK MMA community. Oh, there's no question. Coming together, getting behind Dan one last time for the outlaw yeah. in Madison Square Garden. Who's he going to fight? 155 pounds. <sighs> it's got to be a big name, remember, because he, he doesn't want anyone. He can, doesn't... Uh, can GSP get down? Oh, Shall we have a rematch? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I think I it's think, done. Think but 155, man. There's so many amazing fights at 155 pounds. It'd have to be someone top 10, wouldn't it? I don't even know if it's top 10. I just think 50, it's top name 15, then. value. I just think it's name value. All right, okay. All right. Who are you thinking? Who are you I, thinking? I genuinely, it might be? Oh, my mind's gone blank. I really have 155 pounds, big name value. Who can this be? Who can it be? I just don't know. Honestly, I wouldn't even like to speculate. And, uh, you know, I, I think... Dan... What's McGregor doing? Oh, my <laughs> God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? What about... What about... Nate Diaz? Oh, man. There's a name. Can There's he, a name. Can he make 155 anymore? I don't know. He's too busy slapping people and smoking not so mm. legal substances in these parts. But, um, I mean, what a fight that would be. Come on. Come on, Nate Diaz versus Dan. That's Hardy. the type of name, isn't it? That is the that, 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 that that's what we're talking. Magnitude though. of name. Yeah, that that's what we're talking. I might, uh, you know, I'd have to sit down and maybe I'll even write a piece about this if I'm going to think about it properly. But who can fight Dan Hardy in Madison Square Garden in November at 155 pounds? That is the question, and I think it's I think it's a very very legitimate one based on the conversations I've had with him over the last few months. Yeah. Um, just watching him as well, just watching it kind of melt away and. He, he, you know, you go on his Instagram and he's hitting bags all the time now, and it's um, yeah, he's 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 the outlaw yeah, rides the again. Outlaw is riding again. <laughs> it's happening in November. Trust me. So mm. that there's there's two bold statements I put out today: the outlaw at MSG and McGregor Khabib on December 29th. That's why you're here, mate, That's to drop the bombs. To drop the I'm bombs, here. my man. Listen, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, mate. I really, really appreciate it. What's your next show that you're taking in? Your hamburgers, is it next or not? Oh, no, no, no. So I've, got, I've got a busy schedule coming up. This week, and I'm, I need to give a shout-out to this because we talk about everyone else, apart yeah, from yeah. Bama. Bama, okay. Thursday night, England versus uh, Belgium yes, happening. Yes, it is, yeah. And they've got prelims before. Then we're going to watch England versus Belgium in York Hall, London. Bethnal Green. What a great venue, though. Afterwards, we got a main event of Reese McKee uh, versus uh, Terry Brazier as well for the for the Bama lightweight title. So, yeah. um, should be a good night. Should be a bit of fun, and yeah, hopefully, yeah. we'll be through by then anyway. After that, straight over to Vegas, UFC two twenty six, Miocic versus Daniel Cormier. Boom time. I love it. Then 
onto Hamburg. Hamburg, yeah. Danny's uh, on that, isn't he? Danny Roberts is on that Hamburg card. Hot chocolates on that. He's fighting uh, Alan Jaban. Should be a great fight. Love a fight. Great it's a great fight. fight. He needs that. He, that's the type of, of opponent Dan needs now. He's had some great little comebacks after a few setbacks. Yeah. He does a job on Jaban. There's another lad welterweight that could start getting himself in the mix yeah there you go and then uh after that it's ufc 227 and like busy few 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 you're weeks on it aren't you? i love this game i love it i this love is, this game I that's patrice ever if i've ever heard it. Love it um just give um the the handles again mate so because obviously you're making videos for fun you're getting stuff up on uh, youtube and various things like that constantly give them your details because people will want to obviously keep up to date with what you're up to mma underscore gym everywhere like keep simple it simple. That. Keep it simple. It. Like if you follow me anywhere, you you'll see. Um, I, I'm like to be very good at like pointing people towards my content. So if you follow me on Twitter, yep. Instagram, or Facebook, you you'll pretty much see my output. There you go. It's all there on the on the YouTube, mate. That's the channel to be uh, having a little bit of a nosy on. Uh, thank you very much for listening to us. Um, Laughing boy still on his holidays next week, so uh, I will be back. Um, talking more mixed martial arts. Obviously, looking back at uh, uh, a busy busy week. Uh, no doubt talking bammer of course uh, make sure you come and join us if uh, this is the first time you've ever come across us we're on iTunes Fight Disciples you can subscribe there you can get all the Android feeds on our website fightdisciples.com uh, and uh, social media is at Fight Disciples Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube we'll catch you next time thank you for listening if you like what you heard subscribe via iTunes